Home. They say it's where the heart is. They also say it's wherever you make it. They don't say it's where you unload your stuff, get tired halfway through unpacking, use some boxes as furniture, realize your oven mitts in a box that doubles as a nightstand, don't want to buy a new nightstand, and use a towel as an oven mitt instead. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance. Easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter. Ooh, hot, 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 hot. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Avoid biking in the rain and never touch another person's bike. Hey guys, look at these bikes. So shiny. Uh, whoops. I'm gonna leave a note. Oh gosh, there's more. And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys Bartender. I hope I'm still here. Uh, let me turn off my music here. It's still running. Reset it. Okay. I think it's episode 369. And it's, uh, you're just a bartender. I'll, I'll play into that shortly. Okay. Yeah, well, you know what? Just like at bars, after some, an eventful week, you can, um, can hardly not talk about the events of the week. And it's really interesting the interactions are I'm having right now. I can't imagine what would be going on. Or the severity of it or the, the passion of it there. I mean, I can't keep my mouth shut. I can't imagine anybody else should. Um, and uh, one of the uh, one of the things that came out the, the other day, someone instead of attacking someone attacking the validity of actually, I was trying to commit satire and they took it entirely too serious. But it it did mirror the uh, I, I went through the five stages of grief, being uh, denial number one, anger number two. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Bargaining, number three. Depression, number four. And acceptance, number five. And I... We noticed the range of emotions that people were having. Right on the internet. You have uh, people going, well, hey, you know, first they used the Black Lives Matter protest as a, you know, well, tit for tat. You get to do it. We get to do it. Uh, or complete denial of it um, that it wasn't our supporters it, they were they were infiltrated by Antifa which I thought was ironic because in about 250 years ago 240 something years 47 years ago something around that 45 years ago no, that would have been 75, so... Whatever, whatever. Wait, it would be more like four, 400 and... Yeah, 
definitely around 460 years ago and a group of people in Boston uh, a member of a militia group uh, the Sons of Liberty I guess it was which um, they decided to do something they decided to do it first though I think they're the first ones that did it they wanted to protest the the Stamp Act or the Tea Act or whatever you want to call it, but it was a, a protest to the tea, uh, the taxes that were put on the colonists without what they felt was um, one of the arguments was they weren't being represented. Taxes were being imposed with imperialist uh, uh, with it, meaning these are subjects, you're subjects to the crown and the other people in the United Kingdom, they had more of a say somewhat more of a say because they were represented so when they wanted to protest the new tax some of them decided to dress up like Native Americans like Indians they obviously they they didn't really pass the muster people really kind of understood who they were they they knew it wasn't a a bunch of uh, Massachusetts Indians or Lenape Bay, I think that's Pennsylvania. So, what whatever they were at that time, they they knew they weren't local Indians. They decided to come all the way into Boston, which was a pretty pretty big town, pretty big town at that time. Uh, I mean, there was at least a couple thousand people. It wasn't wasn't a tiny village. So, usually Native Americans didn't make forays into the the capital of a region was that had well, most of the power in New England kind of radiated from was Boston so they went into uh, Boston Harbor they dodged the merchant ship found some tea and dumped it over so part of it was confused who, who this might be and as I say well who, who could it have been well it seems like I saw a bunch of names. I saw some uh, guys wearing feathers and had some paint on their face they don't look like any Indians I knew. Matter of fact, they look like the kind of Indians that would be friends with uh, Sam Adams, <laughs> the local rabble rouser. He's been around. Which is, the, hey, listen, I'm not saying he's bad or not, but the, they noticed, they saw through it back then. They saw through it back then. They said, oh, that wasn't, you know, after, you know, the revolution started, they owned it. Like before then, they were trying to say, hey, it, was, it wasn't us. It was was the Indians. That's where some of the guys didn't want to be. They had jobs to do and they lived in the neighborhood. And there were um, People didn't realize there were a lot of loyalists around. A lot of loyalists. People that were still loyal to Crown. So, most of the U.S. it was kind of equal division back then. The people that wanted to be part with, the, wanted to be remain under the Crown. And then you had the people that didn't. And the people that didn't were a little more active. So, I, that's where I use that that uh, that story is to remind people that there was these um, right wing activists uh, that pretended they said told them to dress like they told them to dress like Antifa. They did the opposite. They suggest that Antifa was told to dress like a Trump rally or a Proud Boy or something like that. 
So some of the Proud Boys put on the, the elbow pads and knee pads and all that stuff. Because they probably had them too. Right? They just decided they don't wear them because the Antifa will wear them. Okay, well, whatever. And that's everything using that as a thing. And uh, that was the, oh, yeah, it wasn't us. It was Antifa. We were infiltrated. We had a plan to do something. And we were infiltrated. And the people that infiltrated it did exactly what we wanted them to do by breaking into the Capitol and threatening it. So we were so well coordinated. We had coordinated with the people that had infiltrated it. Or we weren't well coordinated at all. So you can't be both. You could be well coordinated and you did what you did. Or you could be one that some other group helped achieve an objective. So you weren't completely, you're complete sheep. So they led you right into the, the thing. So unless you're section, suggesting only the people that were inside it were Antifa. And they weren't. And their facial recognition software matched with their driver's licenses and 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 the people you went in with will be informing on you so that ploy is not a really good ploy and then there's other ones that are people that are out there that are saying well <clears throat> i still believe that that you know it's still kind of uh like anger mode but they moved on to uh depression and they say well i'm just going to sit back and watch you guys have played over four years. And I didn't sit back. I suggested at any time I would have been accepting. This guy did anything within the norm, but he was hateful from the beginning. So, like a dumbass that I am, I was still kind of pissed at the things that went on. And But my daughter came home from school yesterday. And one of her teachers made an offhand comment that they were probably Antifa, the people that did those things. So, even Fox News isn't really parroting that idea. And the members of the administration aren't resigning because Antifa stays a rally. No, the members of the Cho, uh, Secretary Cho's Secretary of Transportation, which is close to actually the Department of Defense because uh, Secretary of Transportation used to be head of the Coast Guard and stuff like that, but they're, they're very integral. And, and Betsy DeVos, the billionaire woman who uh, wanted to give all the education money to, un, you know, uh, to charter schools and stuff like that, making school choice one and killing the public education model in the United States, they resigned. And they don't resign because other people planned, you know, ruined your rally. They resigned because they saw what the president was doing. Okay? So, that last argument that you're just waiting for us. Uh, Obama didn't do any of that shit at the end of that. He went, he went to the, he, he went to the uh, inauguration. Biden was there too. And they made a soft handout of transition. Okay, so I heard this Antifa stuff from uh, my daughter about her teacher, and I think, wow. Tell her, I started thinking, 
these people are dealing with the five stages of grief. Grief. And I said, you know what? I'll write a post. And you know what's funny? I'll just paraphrase it. I think the people are going through, there's a five stages of grief, and hopefully they pass through all of them. I didn't say that. I should have said it. And the first one was denial, which they all pretty much, there were very few of them. Once uh, Trump said or so imperative there was cheating, Everyone else did, even though all the cases and all that stuff, none of them were unsubstantiated and were thrown out by courts that are mainly Republican. And a lot of them were Trump appointees. So on the merits of the case, they were they just dropped those. So everything their parent, every so far, up to this moment, they have not submitted one case out of all the cases that were legitimate, seen by most, almost predominantly courts that were... Uh, pretty much on the same side as Trump. So, I mean, if there's 60 cases, they brought the best case. They generally should, because of how desperate they thought the situation was, should have brought the, they bought their 60 best cases at the time. Right? If they had them. And then they had affidavits and all that stuff. And you know what I feel about affidavits. Affidavits, and nowadays an affidavit is almost useless considering uh, the way they're used, okay? So, generally, an affidavit just says, I swear I saw this. You know, but there's people out there that swear that they were anally probed by an alien on a, on a, back, a back road, uh, back uh, Tallahassee Road on a Saturday night. Very well could have been, they could have been a, 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 a motorcycle gang. Who knows? So, that got me all worked up and thinking all the stages of grief. And so the people are in a denial. Denial, it didn't happen. There's, you know, everyone I've seen, there was all, you know, think of the boat parades. Think of all the hats and the shirts and the flags. You know, the flags on the trucks. Everyone had them. Not everyone had Everyone you noticed. Really. And, you know, a lot of people that went with you were terrified not to go with you because they were tied to you. They're either married to you, they're in your group of friends and stuff like that. You know, some of them voted. Probably like a third of those voters for Trump just get people off their ass. So, 23 million, 24 million, 24 million votes were just for you, you know, to get you to shut up. Okay? So that, you're that's your denial. It didn't happen. Blah blah blah, and you know it still didn't happen. They say, "Oh, it's got to be wrong." So, and that's when most of them moved to two. And two was anger. They said, "Well, couldn't happen. It had to be stealing." Then he said, "All of a sudden, they're going to just look for every confirmation bias story they can get from any place, any kind of crazy one." I mean, come on, listen. Um, there's a segment of people that believe that Democrats are all running a sex. Uh, you know, a, a child sex ring, and they drink blood and they worship the devil. Oh, are you kidding me? That's you're going to depend on people like that, and they're the ones that buy into it first. And they buy into it so much that there's some of the people around them that are saying, "Well, I don't know what to believe in. I don't know what to believe in." Oh, this person certainly no, b- believes what this is, and they're my friend. So, 
they got along with it. So you have a certain amount of people that do it. That's in their group and all that stuff. And we saw the ultimate group this past Tuesday of people that are alike. So number two, so they're anger. They're anger. They're going to do something. Boom, 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 boom. Doing all this crazy stuff. You know, tearing signs. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, what, whatever. Just being, making a mess of themselves. Being nighttime maskers. Do this stuff. Put, run around with guns. So I'm going to protect my street. I'm not going to be. Okay. That's the anger and stuff like that. And the bargaining. The bargaining. Said, listen, we're going to have a commission. We're going to go and do this. <clears throat> so some of them are pretending and bargaining. Okay. They lose, but we're going to test. We're going to find out some of these votes. We're going to show, you know, once we show that there's some legitimate votes out there and it's a good argument, it's accepted, then they'll believe the rest of the stuff we said was correct happened. Okay? <clears throat> now, remember, there's a whole bunch of people still at two. And people at three, there's a whole bunch of them at three. And they say, okay, we're going to see. We're going to start objecting and all that stuff. And we'll see what it well, we'll do it, but they believe the people that, that were, uh, most of the people that were objecting to Congress and Senate and stuff like that, they were already in four, right? And the results from the Tuesday before, this is Wednesday, I'm sorry, the, uh, the Tuesday, the day before, the final results of the Georgia election made the Senate, all, you know, Senate Republicans all depressed and stuff like that. And then you had, uh, you know, the, and so they're all depressed stuff like that. They're not, they're not. But you know what pushed a lot of them into the, the uh, I'm not going to go over what happened on Wednesday, but you know what happened on Wednesday. They were going to try, try to certify the Electoral College in, in Congress, in the House and Senate. And, uh, you know, just accept the counts. Just the way it is. But, you know, they got all ginned up. They had a rally. And there was talk back and forth in Parliament that there was a big event. I had a friend a couple of weeks ago. He was certain. He was certain after January 20th, Trump would be the president. He was certain. He suggested I was naive. I was naive. He doesn't, you don't understand what I understand. They, they probably sat around in a group, got all angry and stuff like that, told him what they're going to do. There's some big talkers talking about how they're going to, you know, string up people, kill Democrats or kill whatever opposition, soft-hearted Republicans, um, cotton-headed woolly mockers. I think that was it from the, um, the Elf Curse or something like that from the, the movie The Elf. So, um, you know, there were some of them going to do that. So... She had all these people on the stage. It's in denial, and there's people that are so deep in denial. The, the stage one's really scary. They just say, hey, Donald Trump is still my president. I don't care what they did in front of Congress or Supreme Court. There's going to be a group of those. Now, the two, the twos were, they were at the rally. They were at the rally. They were angry. They said, we didn't get our votes counted. They took away our votes. Okay. You know, they never really explained how, if... There was a steal. How come all the Republicans won back their seats and gained seats? Um, on at least on that November, this past November, in Congress, Republicans won the House. I mean, won the House, won more House seats, right? And except for the runoff in Georgia, because of this you know peculiar rules, they probably. 
Georgia Republicans probably would have won the Senate seats if they didn't have that crazy rule, if they just ran their senators, you know, against each other this time, even though Georgia was so close. Um, there's a possibility they would have won if they didn't have this restrictive runoff law. And runoff law was more of a remainder of a against the Voting Rights Act, Rights Act. so the more well-known, well-financed candidate gets more votes and then, you know, just knocks off these people that it, it, it just ensures that, you know, well-financed campaigns and that's where, you know, Democrats have a little less and all that stuff. So, I made a post about the, I, I thought about all the stages of grief and all that stuff and how some of the uh, actions on Wednesday pushed the people that were in, uh, pushed the three and fours over to number five. Lindsey Graham went over to number five. Uh, and there were, you know, fours. There were a couple fours in the uh, Republican Party. But I'd say about 43 or 42 um, Republican senators went from uh, three being threes and fours all the way being a five because of the behavior of that mob and the president. How you know how how did he think? How's it possible? I mean, besides after the terror that you had a mob of people and a mob of people is pretty. You know, think of any soccer game where the the, the, the crowd gets out of control. Think of that. Think of those crazy mobs, and think of the, whatever, even the uh, social justice uh, riots and stuff like that. Who wants to be in the middle of a fucking riot? <laughs> who, who, who's in their sane mind would be in the middle of a, a riot, unless it was, you know, in their head they thought it was worse. They thought it was like the Warsaw Uprising during World War Two, where uh, Jews that were still remaining in the in the Nazi created ghetto inside of Warsaw Uprising against the uh, final. Um, solution about the final roundup of people inside the Jewish ghetto. And he thought, well, this is, they, they equated themselves with that, even though some of the people that are inside that group were anti Semitic. I mean, he was a guy wearing a Camp Auschwitz t shirt. You know, work will set you free was the, on, the, on, the, on the, the bottom. And that was the Nazi slogan that. I think that was in front of Auschwitz. I mean, most of those people really couldn't point Poland out in the map, let alone where Auschwitz was in Poland, or have a firm idea of what was going on and how closely they resembled the brown shirts of Kristallnacht or, you know, to Beer Hall Push or something like that. It was a fascist thing. And yes, young pseudo-progressive activists who eventually become their left or right wing certain certain these activists on the far extremes are are interchangeable you know they're certain they're 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 going to be a leader on one group or another one way or another one way or another they're going to end up and a lot of times when you have these great, great crazy leaders, uh, they're there and they see them eventually. Some people see them and they see them earlier. You have, you know, like cult leaders. 
um, like Charlie Manson and stuff like that. He was able to get to, you know, you know what a group of drug-addled uh, youths together, right? But then millions of people followed Trump. That was an insane. Think of the way he looked. He was an anemic-looking, skinny little man with a weird mustache. And he had a voice, and there was a certain amount of people that just said, this guy is great. I mean, you hear a guy make bombastic speeches and stuff like that, you go, this guy's a leader. No, he's not. People are saying, it's just this filter. I think it's a filter what people have when they see someone speak. Right? They just say, hey, listen, this man speaks from knowledge and intelligence. This man speaks from uh, the heart. Let's put some deep thought into the things he's been saying. And there's other one who says, well, this guy's speaking from his limbic system, from his emotions, raw emotions. So we had to deal with all these things. And finally, you know, the straw that broke the camel back when you were a guy in three or four stage of grief. You finally, all of a sudden, that's all wiped out when you're fear for your life or your life of your coworker or your, your fellow representative. Or you see the desecration of, desecration of uh, the Capitol. It was the Capitol, okay? Yeah, I understand a Black Lives Matter, Matters group. Sometimes the rioters went and they assaulted a, uh, a courthouse or federal building, stuff like that, which is just a building. A building's a building. It's not, you know, I understand some things go on there, but there, there's nothing imbued with feeling. There's uh, my fellow friend, Lee Sharp. I'm going to have to call him right back, but... Um, my fellow friend. My fellow friend. That's a weird... Uh, it's a, so, uh, what was I talking about here? Just talking about when you're speaking, just making speeches and you're saying it, visceral responses and just laying hold on to things and stuff and letting it go. So, I made a ridiculous thing other than because I did all that stuff I gave it to my daughter I said listen if this teacher says something like that just say you know because she can if she's allowed to say her theory impart a theory from your, your father and say you're going through stages of grief okay and then I posted it that's when I posted it on Facebook and people say you don't let it go just let it go and they said well listen it was a, it's, it's Friday it's less than 48 hours from the event why would we have to let it go? How would people, did people say it after 9-11? Say, well, certainly, Jim, it's not the same as 9-11. It's similar in, its sim- in symbology. We had a leader, the President of the United States, incite a mob and his family and his underlings, his, uh, his uh, you know, assistant, the hunchback, Rudy Giuliani, his evil son, who's Mordred, I guess it was the queen, whatever, was in Camelot and stuff, and Mordred was Don Jr., right? And they incited a mob to go down to the courthouse, and they used language that they know it's, it's, it wasn't a metaphor. They don't understand metaphor. The metaphor was saying, we're going to show them, okay, we're going to show them, we're going to kill them, we're going to beat them, we're going to we're going to um, take them hostage. Whatever. That's, that may, may be one thing. But you made certain that the threat was uh, clear because you wanted to bring guns. And were you afraid 
that you're going to be robbed? No, no one's going to rob a Trump rally. And what are they going to get anyway? So I posted all these things, and then one guy just goes off, and he says, why do we have to listen? Why should we listen to a bartender? Well, you don't have to. You're commenting on this thing. He says, you're, you're bad psychology, blah, 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 blah. It's the stages of grief. I just pointed it out, and the model fits. I'm showing you where the model fits. So he goes on and on. He, he mentions, he goes, well, we didn't do these things after two. I mean, you did do the things. Matter of fact, the president never changed his mind until they, a court ordered him to once they saw that Obama had to get his birth certificate. Obama had to get his birth certificate. And fly it over here to show you. President Obama had to show a birth certificate. And you're worried about us. And it's bullshit. Okay? We're just commenting on what happened. Who had incited it? What group of people incited it? So they could change this cocky Miami idea that there was a steal going on. Just a fact, got more votes than the other guy did. So we got more votes because of mail fraud. No, it's not. Mail, mail's been around since the Civil War and stuff like that. They used absentee. And, and Trump voted by absentee ballot. That validates to go like this. I mean, if he like Trump coming, do not commit adultery. <laughs> Imagine it came up there. Don't ever commit adultery. And never explain what he did. Never lie to your customers. You know, he, he never said any of that stuff. He never says that stuff. But he also never, never apologized for whatever was wrong. There's never anything wrong. And if there was any way he lost, it couldn't be real. It was all going to be. He said it before the election. There's no way I'm going to lose. Even though their polls had him behind. Their polls had him behind. So, unless there's what the cheating was going on was on the other side, which they started finding, you know, whenever they find cheating, there's, if, if they do find um, cheating, most of it is Republican. It's not because Republicans cheat more. It's just like there's no organized cheating because they can't. When someone's focused on, on your cheating, you can't do anything. you got to cross your T's and dot your I's. Now, the Republicans didn't have to cross the T's and dot their I's because the action, you know, the Democrats weren't, didn't say there was extra cheating and stuff like that. They said the election was lost because of restrictions on polling places and things like that. Had nothing to do with people changing their votes or ballots and stuff like that. So it's not that people are more likely to cheat. Once you start focusing on cheating, they don't do that one. They don't do that at all. So they control people to vote their way. And they ended up getting over 70 million people to vote for them. But Jesus, stop fighting right now. I'm just saying this is the stages of grief. And Lindsey Graham said it on Wednesday night. He could have just let it go, could have said stuff about, you know, he could have still said the stuff he said, you know, about the country doing great when he left and all that stuff. Look, nothing happened. You know, and then a group of people can believe it. Says, "Yeah, we well, did so good and stuff like that." And then could have done that, but then instead of you know, after all the court cases failed and everything like that, they could have just you know trying to convince someone a unconstitutional act like changing someone's electoral votes. 
and he, you know that's that's the thing they didn't believe it and he said once Pence didn't go along with it Trump went out and said his thing we're going to watch on if it had changed and they were still debating there would be no reason to, to do that they wouldn't have had to control him and go well listen they're they're doing a debate now you know or whatever they saw they would have said like if 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 Pence said, I, ex- I don't accept these votes. And people say, well, it's illegal. You've got to go to the Supreme Court. And they go, well, there's no need. You know, once Pence did something, someone tried to do something unconstitutional that um, could have shut everything down. There would be nothing to invade. So they're going to find out whether there was like, there was a reason why they didn't have the security up there when they knew ahead of time that it's Structures were already given to them that they should approach the Capitol. If you had tens of thousands of people there, trust me, they would have had, you know, troops up there, just like they should whenever. you got to secure those areas. Perfectly makes sense to secure this area, even when there's, who said, if, you, if you're chasing, I don't care if you're, uh, what kind of uh, demonstration you're in, if you're trying to get into the Capitol, when there's going on, I would say, you know, shoot the kill sometimes. If people are saying, don't go in there. You know, they're doing something. Don't go in there right now. This now is not the time to do it. And they just went ahead while well, we're going to go and do it. And they say, oh, well, that's why you shoot. And I said, you know, you can say that about someone that goes in someone's house and just takes shit out of their house. Don't go in there. You can say, you know, here you can just shoot them, right? People say that. You know, you shouldn't have. Someone's going to take your TV and stuff. I don't necessarily machine. Someone coming to the door and you needed to take my television. Which, you know, you got to be a pretty big guy in order to take that big screen television. So, I mean, I don't know if I'd want to try to stop them with or without a gun. Someone ripped the television off and went out the door. You know, their object was again. Yeah, now that's a side note. What are we talking about? But these people went in there. And one of the guys, I mean, there was, there, you've seen the pictures. There was... Guys, people had guns on them. One guy had 11 Molotov cocktails, or 10 or 11. Now, I guess I, there was supposed to be ensuing probably violence, and then these things would go on and stuff. But I guess the guy saw it. He said, well, I'm not, if I'm the only one doing it, I'm going to be the only one charged with it. No way of getting away from it. But you got all these people getting their pictures taken. Now they're rounding them up now. They're going to do it slowly. You know, some of the... Some of the um, some of the uh, people that are chasing them down are complicit. But then they're going to finally say, whatever happened to that guy? Well, we can't find him. So well, we'll put this other person on it. You seem to be a little too close. So get on to make a long story short. One guy, the guy that uh, did it, he goes on and on. Go back and forth. He's making an argument for me. More like, oh, and he says, he's juvenile. You must be going through the stages of grieving. I can categorically tell you that I've gone through the stages of Maybe not in exact order. In a relationship, I certainly did it a lot quicker than um, in 2016. No, I accepted he was, at least for now, was it? I mean, and there was question. There was question on whether he was complicit in uh, Russian involvement and tampering. You know, the, the Russians did it again. I think the Russians directed this uh, debacle, almost. But the willing participants were on our side of the pond. 
So I eventually did it. They said, next year, you're just going to vote. We're going to do it. Now, we either going to, it was going to win or lose. If they lost, there wasn't much to it. You know, once the election came, it said it was there. There's nothing we could do about it. What are you going to do? They're going to object a little. The House could, could object. There would probably be a senator or two might go against it. How, I mean, how would that solve anything? You guys would never accept that. You never would have accepted that. If we flipped over, flipped over the election. I mean, there would have been riots then. Jesus, there would have been riots if we flipped it over. Even if we showed that it was, you know, they had proof and a Republican judge said, this is valid proof. You still wouldn't accept it. So, should you say, you shouldn't say anything about what happened? It's like, being at a family dinner and some guy takes his plate and throws it up against the wall with the food on it. You're not going to talk about it? It just happened. It's hard not to because I don't want to talk about it. Just post pictures of kittens. Here's some horses. There was an attempted coup in the United States and you want to talk about horses and kittens. That's fine. But don't be surprised. And then you got some t- some people that are from uh, non-local say, can't we just love each other? Say, not local. Yeah, I mean, there's one guy I know. He's just posting on it. Just be be nice to each other. You think with all this stuff, you're going to come in here. You don't take sides. That's all right. You're not taking sides. But telling us not to engage each other? Just because you don't care, it interferes with your good time. So, same thing. You know, we understand you you believe this stuff, but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to listen to other news and spend can't spend your day doing talking about this. I can because I got a podcast. It's my it's my art. It's my fucking art. That's it. You know, I can do this. I'm not going to spend hours, though, responding while you're making the argument for yourself that you're not in that brief thing. And I did it. And I would have, been, I would have had to do it all over again. I would do it all over again, and I realized we'd have to... Uh, listen, I don't vote as much with my pocketbook because I didn't do worse or less under Obama. I didn't do worse or better under Trump. Um... I was about the same. Things didn't get it. But I don't know what exact reason it is for, but I don't blame it on the President of the United States or give credit for it because most of it is how I live my life. Now, if it got really bad and crazy here, then I'd have to point to that. But I really haven't been affected either way to that kind of thing. So stop gaslighting people that for four years heard you talk about the Trump train and watching your Trump boat parades and your big Trump rallies. See him on the news and hearing this guy say shit about people. Don't be surprised that we come out and we say, don't why would you be surprised? It happened. You didn't tone it down. You didn't tell your friends to tone it down. Did you ever tell your friends, hey, tone it down? The Cowboys last time Cowboys were in a Super Bowl were in the nineties. So calm down the we're going all the way thing, right? You're not succeeding. 
And don't tell us we're idiots about it. You know, it's on the cusp. Even your people are leaving that. You call them traitors, faithless people. It's, it's akin to that one guy he said on Facebook, and it was a great way. It was a t- or it was a tweet. He he mentioned Treasury Secretary Chow and Betsy DeVos, where they're resigning to show their displeasure with the behavior of the president. It happened. That's the truth. I don't know how you spell it either way. That's the truth. Now, he said, I applaud your courage, your heroism. I, too have been on a, a domestic airline flight and have unbuckled my seatbelt before the plane had stopped moving. So that's your living on the edge and stuff like that. And running down a, an underdefended national symbol, the Capitol, taking down the American flag, trying to put a Trump flag up there, bashing the windows in, going and tearing things off the wall, Vandalite, you know, if, I guess, it, it, you know, if it was Antifa, there would have been, there definitely would have been spray paint. You guys just don't work in paint. That's just the one thing. You know, a couple of them do. Some of the Nazis do. Do the Nazi thing. Well, they didn't do that. They didn't, uh, well, maybe they didn't do that. You stole some things. You posed for pictures when you stole some things. So that's going to be very nice. And you posted it on your uh, social media, which... You could try to clean it up. You weren't there and stuff like that. That's just the way it's going to be. You're going to end up, guy, one of the guys who, uh, the guy that sat in the chair, Mike Pence's chair, and took a pitch selfie of himself, he apologized to the Idaho and the United States. He just, well, he didn't realize what he was doing. You know? Yeah. It's mob mentality. There were people running that. There was a system for that. So it's less than 48 hours. Give us a chance to process it. Do not excuse it. Say, hey, what are you going to say? It's just like walking around. There's a dead body on your street, in the middle of the street, right? And they're going to say, go away, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. Well, that's my neighbor, dead on the street. What do you mean there's nothing to see here? There's everything to see here. Something happened. Nothing to see here. Go home. Do the thing. Well, I have information that could lead to, you know. We'll get to you. We'll get to you. Like, they're they're saying, just ignore it. Let them go away. Shut up. No, you have to address this before it's over. So it can't happen again. We're going to have to do this all the time. I mean, we're going to have to do this on Inauguration Day. Every time they go to office, you're going to have to worry about it. What do you think is going to happen, guys? You're, going to, you're either going to, you know, with your the astute people that you have on your side, those guys that went into the Capitol building against an underdefended building, do you believe that you're going to put up against the forces of the U.S. government? Or good luck. Good luck. You're going to have your little your little thing, your little insurance. You're going to you're going to throw the baby out with the bathroom. Because you don't believe you're, you believe you're being taxed too much. I mean, how much do they tax you on seventy-five thousand dollars of crystal meth earning? How, how much taxes do you pay on it? Well, 
This is Jim the Keys Bartender. Thank you for listening. I'm going to be back uh, maybe later on tonight with my friend Steve. Hopefully we're going to be able to move on there. We're going to probably say something a little more. But right now I'd like to thank you for listening and take care and move through those stages of grief. If you're listening to this, you shouldn't even be listening. It's probably going to make you even unhappier. Um, Take care. Have a good day. And uh, listeners, don't try to engage people that won't listen to facts or just saying that fake news, fake news, fake news. Just you follow, they follow a couple people. That's all they have to do, you know. And it's usually not morally consistent what they have to say. They got a very small circle of people they care about, and it's people that think exactly like them because they don't give a shit about anybody else. Fifteen percent of the population they only care about themselves. They don't care about you. They care about people that look them like them and think that like them. Outside that circle, you might as well be fucking dead. That's the way they are. Us, on the other hand, we don't think that way. I know that makes it hard, but luckily there's a lot more of us. So take care. God bless.